Kia ora team, my name's Ben and let's talk about fluid balance. So, we have uh, three different compartments in our body that contain fluid. We have the intracellular, intravascular and interstitial. So intra means within and inter means between. So intracellular is the fluid inside the cells. Intravascular is the fluid inside the blood vessels. And interstitial is the fluid between the cells and the blood vessels. So in between. So throughout the day, we lose fluid. So we lose fluid in four ways. We lose fluid, blah, 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 blah. We lose fluid by our feces, which is a skunk's way of saying poos. And about 4% of our fluid loss is via feces. Then sweat accounts for about 8% of our fluid loss. And insensible losses is about 28%. And urine is about 60%. Insensible losses is things like when you breathe out, you can fog up a mirror. So every time we breathe out, we lose fluid. Um, and those, those ratios can change a bit. You imagine if it's a hot day or you're exercising, you may lose more via sweat. Those are on about average. So feces, 4%, sweat, 8%, and sensible losses, 28%, and urine, 60%. So when, when those drink companies talk about electrolytes, the reason they talk about them and talk how fancy they are is the whole purpose of electrolytes is to regulate body fluids and to aid in fluid movement between different compartments because fluid follows solutes so electrolytes are solutes so they help fluid move between different parts of our body so one of the ways this happens is via osmosis so what osmosis is is the movement of fluid from a low solute environment through a semi-permeable membrane to a high solute environment. So you're going to have to memorize that. So let's hit that again. Osmosis is the movement of fluid from a low solute environment through a semi-permeable membrane to a high solute environment. So an example of this happening is... If I go to McDonald's and I order some nice salty chips, the salt gets absorbed into my bloodstream, so therefore my blood would be a high solute environment. So then fluid would move from the intracellular and interstitial space into my blood vessel, so into my intravascular space, and then I'd have more blood volume. So this would be a bad thing if I was um, if I was generally unhealthy because then it would increase my blood pressure and put me at risk of a stroke or a heart attack. Okay, um, how can we tell if someone's meeting their daily fluid requirements? So the re the way you can tell is you can look at them going to the toilet, and if they have clear urine, you can be confident. They're not dehydrated and they're meeting their daily fluid requirements. 
So most of our fluid is lost as urine. And as a, as a general rule, we should, have, we should drink about two liters of fluid a day. That's a very general rule because depending on how large you are, obviously a smaller person would need less and a bigger person would need more. But as a general rule, a person should have about two liters a day. And then after exercise, how much, should we, how much fluid should we take in? It's about one and a half times the amount of body weight lost. So if you're 100 kgs and after training you weigh 99.5, how much do you need to drink to stop getting dehydrated? Well, 100 take away 99.5 is half a kg, so you would have lost half a kg. So you will have to drink one and a half times half a kg. So that's 750 mils. So for the per that's just to, to replace what he lost when he was exercising. How much would you have to drink for your entire day? Well, it would be that 750 mils because of the exercise plus the 2 litres that you drink normally. So 2.75 litres. Alright team, happy studying.